Hey folks, I'm Pastor Eric Tritton from Gloria Day Lutheran Church in Hudson, Ohio, and this is A Weekly Word. Thank you for being with me today. Uh, it is the fourth week of Advent, and while many people have moved on from Advent in their minds and they're ready for Christmas Eve, and for good reason, it's coming right up. Uh, in fact, I can hear my music director uh, in the sanctuary practicing for Christmas Eve on the organ. Um, we do have a little bit more time in the Advent season, and those 12 days of Christmas that we sing about sometimes, those actually start on December 25th and, and go through January 6th. So uh, one, one more, one more Advent hymn, and it's a good one. It's a really good hymn. Uh, it's called Comfort, Comfort Ye My People. It was actually written in the 1600s, translated into English. Uh, but one of the things that I find really neat about this hymn is that it's actually a, a versification of Isaiah chapter 40. So the first verse of Comfort, Comfort Ye My People goes like this. Comfort, comfort ye my people, speak ye peace, thus saith our God. Comfort those who sit in darkness, mourning neath their sorrows load. Speak ye to Jerusalem of peace that waits for them. Tell her that her sins I cover, and her warfare now is over. Now, check this out. This is Isaiah chapter 40, verses 1 and 2. Comfort, comfort my people, says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem and announce to her that her time of hard service is over. Her iniquity has been pardoned, and she has received from the Lord's hand double for all her sins. See, this is what I mean by a versification of, of Scripture. They basically, uh, the author of the hymn basically took the hymn, or took the Bible verse, and massaged it to say the exact same thing, but to say it poetically, and to use that as a way to proclaim God's word. And that's one of the, the really wonderful things that hymns can do. Uh, they can take portions of Scripture and they can proclaim them in a way that uh, helps us to hear it, that helps us to uh, remember it, uh, imprint it on our hearts. Uh, there's, there's a lot of value to really looking at what are the lyrics of our hymns, what are they rooted in. Um, a lot of times we find that uh, songs or, or hymns can be rooted in what are my feelings, what am I thinking about, and that's not, I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but I think that this is a unique opportunity for us when we take God's word and we put it to music in ways that helps to proclaim the good news of, of God's love and his salvation. So this song in particular does that as it starts out with this message of comfort, comfort ye my people. Uh, and it is all about proclaiming that message. Uh, in, the, uh, in Isaiah chapter 40, when you get to verse 6, uh, God commands the prophet, cry out. And this is another thing that the hymn does as it proclaims. It, it takes our minds off of the things of the present, the things of this earth, and it helps us to think about that which is heavenly, that which is eternal, uh, that God has revealed to us. And so in Isaiah 40, verse 6, it says, Cry out that the people are, are grass. The grass withers, the flowers fade. But, and that, that, that's a really important turning point there when it says, But uh, the word of our God remains forever. 
And that's what this hymn is doing. It's taking our minds off of the things of earth and fixing them on the word of our God that stands forever. Uh, that's a big part of Advent, that we're not so fixated on the things of this life, but we remember that Jesus is coming again. And that really dovetails with the, the Christmas season as we remember that the people uh, before Jesus was born were waiting for the Messiah to come. And there was always this, this anticipation and, and this hope. And we live in a similar kind of anticipation and hope of his second coming. But there's always that temptation to be, be stuck on the things of this world. No, these things, the grass withers, the flower falls, people die, institutions go away. But it's the word of our God that stands forever. And so when we speak about the word of our God, yeah, to some degree we're talking about the law, but we're, we're definitely talking about God's promises, the promises of a savior, the promises of forgiveness. And that's very much what this hymn is getting at when it says comfort, comfort my people. In, in fact, uh, something I didn't know uh, before I learned Hebrew and studied this in the seminary is that when it says comfort, comfort my people, those are commands. God wants comfort to be spoken to his people. Not just any kind of comfort, because there's, there's the cold comfort of uh, just kind of getting through life. There's also comfort that is kind of pie in the sky. But it's, a, it's an actual comfort that's rooted in what God is doing and has done for us. Uh, a comfort that's rooted in him keeping his promises and showing us his grace. And so the hymn is always pointing us back to God, to what he has promised, what he has done. You know, and so as we sing those words, comfort, comfort ye my people, in a lot of ways we're really memorizing that scripture passage, putting it in our head, putting it in our hearts by speaking it with our mouths in order to push ourselves into uh, the, the mission that God has given to us and clinging to those promises. In, in verse 3 of the hymn, uh, we hear again the way that, that the, the hymn writer takes the, the scripture passage and turns it into uh, a, a versification in, in order to proclaim God's word. It really digs into this idea of a voice of one who's crying out. Prepare the way for the Lord in the wilderness and make a straight highway for our God in the desert. It's language that's right out of the Bible, but it points us ahead to John the Baptist, helps us to remember his work and his ministry, preparing the way for Jesus. And throughout the hymn, this message of Advent, this message of waiting for God to keep his promises is just woven through the whole thing. And for us as believers in Jesus, we see that that's a main part of the, the Christian life. So even before Christ was born, people who believed God's promises waited. And that's what we're celebrating at Christmas, that God kept that promise. A child has been given. The word of the Lord has come. His promises stand forever. But Jesus has also made promises. And those promises are about a second coming. Uh, 
And in that second coming, even more of what Isaiah is talking about in Isaiah chapter 40 comes true. This heavenly peace and, and, and the, the fulfillment of being refreshed and lifted up the way that it talks about at the end of Isaiah 40 are all fulfilled for us in Christ and will be experienced in his second coming. And this is one of the things that I appreciate about really good songs, really good hymns, that they, they turn us away from ourselves, they turn us to Jesus, they, they help us to break away from the everyday life that we're living in for a moment and remember that eternity has stepped into time and that we're connected to that. I'm not saying that we should escape from our everyday lives. Don't, don't, don't hear what I'm not saying. But the way that the hope of what Jesus has done for us impacts our day-to-day lives matters. And sometimes we need to lift up our eyes. We need to refresh our memory and put our our thoughts and our, our hearts on what God has done, what he has promised. So give the, give the hymn a listen. Uh, there's a link for it in the blog page, and uh, I hope that, uh, that you can get that and, and listen to it. Read the lyrics. Uh, if you know it, take some time, sing the verses. It's a fabulous hymn. So thank you again for taking some time to be with me here. I hope this was a, a benefit to you, and if it was, please like it and share it, rate it, review it, whatever, uh, to help other people find this. And I'd also remind you that uh, uh, we've got the Read Through the Bible coming up starting in the first week of 2023. And if you would like to join that, it's an 18-month program, uh, please shoot us an email here at church. Uh, Connect to us uh, through the the church's webpage, uh, gloriadeihudson.org. Remember that Dei in the middle of Gloria Dei is D-E-I. God's blessings. Merry Christmas. Mm -hmm.